What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies DraftKings podcast and preview show for the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am 2022 from lovely Pebble Beach. I'm your host, DB. I got my boy, Pat Perry, with me. We are presented to you by our friends at Fantasy National. FantasyNational.com slash TJ gets you 20% off any membership level you choose weekly, monthly, or annual memberships. You can try it out for a week, for a month, and then go, hey, I'm hooked. I need this for the rest of my life, the year. And you still get to keep the 20% off. That's where all the stats are. That's where all the lineup optimizers for DraftKings. There's some betting tools on there. You got course history. You got recent form. You got custom models. You got ownership projections. All the things at Fantasy National. We've been using these guys for over four years now. They are they're the one-stop shop. So head over to FantasyNational.com slash TJ and get that 20% off right now. Pat, we just got done doing the betting show. I had a good 15-minute gloating session for finally having Luke List win a golf yeah. tournament and finding himself yeah. on my betting card. Had him in DFS. A lot of people had him in DFS. More green screens in the nut hut last week. It was good to see. Great to see Luke List. Uh, I'll spare everybody the long details, but ran into Luke uh, at the airport last night. Talked to him for a little while. Um, shared some funny Siwoos information. Shared a little bit of intel on his putting um, and we talked about the other golf course where he thinks he can notch him a win. And I, I think the seal is broken, and he could be the Jason Kokrak of 2022 and notch a couple of victories here. Uh, we had a great discussion there on the betting show. You don't want to miss that. It's good stuff. Uh, also, Pat, podcast juice tonight. I'm going with the essentials. Just vodka, soda, and lime, baby. You look like you got another. I love it. You got a yingling again tonight? A little yingling tonight, a little beer. Okay. You know, I, I am in continuing uh, with last year's sort of uh it wasn't necessarily a resolution but i i said i wasn't gonna get uh the planet tito's too much on the podcast now maybe that needs to be brought back but i don't i, think I don't does. think i don't think i've gone yeah. tito's on a podcast in a long long time yeah and i mean really for a new listener they don't even understand what they're missing and they don't understand planet tito's planet tito's was a regular we we orbited planet tito pat did on yeah, a regular weekly of basis. A lot of which time. led I was to a shot lot of into space calamity. Orbited, yeah, yeah. But we don't get that anymore. You've you've gone you've gone like I don't know. You've soft on us. I don't know. We I think we definitely need that. I think for especially for yeah. big shows, we we need that. We need you to do that. I need you to do yeah. that. I'll I'll uh I, I may plan out a few Planet Tito's shows. Yeah, for the rest of the year. Put that on the calendar. Right, but right now, just a, just a little little beer. Okay. Um, speaking of some, some other shows, we got other shows coming on this week, tomorrow, Garrett Simmons, our former corn Ferry tour caddy and host of the new corn Ferry tour junkies podcast, which you can find anywhere you listen to podcasts, as well as on this YouTube channel. If you're watching live on YouTube, first of all, thank you. Hit like, and subscribe and comment, but Garrett is dropping a podcast tonight or maybe tomorrow morning, depending on how things go on the corn Ferry tour event that starts on Thursday this week. So they're back on a regular schedule, not this Sunday to Wednesday mess. So starts on a Thursday. It's the Panama Championship. He's got special guest Ed Lore on the show. Ed is a former winner at Panama, so they're going to talk about the golf course, who it sets up well for, and pick you a winner. And then our boy Mark Hill has the DP World Tour covered. They've got another event going on over there for, I think it's in Saudi Arabia this week. So Mark Hill's doing a great job. That's on the DP World Tour Junkies podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and on this YouTube channel. So a lot of great content coming at you. You know, not a lot of big names playing golf around the world this week. You know, this field for the Pebble Beach is pretty weak. The field at Saudi is really weak. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you can't make, you can't win big betting. In fact, it makes it easier to win big. It means that there's not, you know, you don't have to beat John Rahm or Colin Morikawa or Victor Hovland, right? Nobody has Absolutely. to do that. Nobody has to beat them this week in the world, in all of the world. Nobody has to do that, which means possibly more long shot season coming at you. So check that out. Isn't it kind of sad that we're at one of the most iconic golf courses in the world and yeah. we get such a crappy field? Well, they do it to themselves with the pro nonsense. They have their own, their own selves to blame for this. Didn't we have a much better field last, last year when they didn't have the amateur part of it? I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I think we did. It would be so nice if they just permanently don't have the amateurs, but it is what it is. Um, 
one last thing to announce. We, we mentioned a contest on the betting show. I do think we it bears mentioning here. Last week, we talked about the Tour Junkies live golf event on September 23rd and September 24th in, near Pottsville, Pennsylvania at Mountain Valley Golf Course. It's going to be a lit event, all right? It starts on a Friday, September 23rd. It's the first ever inaugural Golby's Cup, Ryder Cup-style match between Team DB and Team Pat. Limited registrations, okay? We're going to open it up in just a couple weeks to be able to buy tickets and register. And when you do, you will have to declare your team. Your, declare your allegiance to me or to Pat. And when you come on grounds on Friday, we will be separated as teams. We will pregame together as a team. We will go I out as a team. I don't know why there has to be so much separation. Oh, yeah, there does. There does have to be. It I mean, does. like, what if if I want to talk to somebody on your team you and say hello, after. I may want to talk to them. You can talk to them after, and you can talk to them Saturday. That's what you can do. Saturday's Lauderdale. I, I, don't, I don't like Big golf scramble golf tournament. We can, we can all mix and mingle and match. But, but Friday is about business, and it's about the Golby's Cup. And so what we're going to do is we're going to give well, away. What are you going to do if somebody on your team's fraternizing with the enemy? Are you going to, like, snap them, them into correction? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get them corrected. Yeah. Oh, so producer Sam wants to know what kind of captains that we will be. What is our oh, management this is style? Very obvious. I'm a. You know, you have like when you. I talk don't about think coaches, it is. What? what yeah, it, no. When you talk about coaches, we should uh, we should ask people in the chat to tell us what they think our styles are going to be. Because me sure and Pat are not going to be playing in the match. We're going to be riding I'm around. Sure, they have a perspective of me that you've like this narrative you've thrown out there. But I'm a player's Dude, coach. You are like such I'm a, a bitchy. I'm a human tonight. No, well, what are you talking about? You're you the one that was on the on this. And you, were, you were all on this show long. last week, whining and complaining because you thought nobody would be on your team. But I'm a players' coach. I will say that I'm a players' coach. In, we're in gonna what have a way? good time. We're gonna have fun. It's gonna be relaxed. You're gonna blame gonna everything on the players? No, no. I mean, like players. Like we're gonna have it relaxed. You're not gonna feel a lot of pressure. We're gonna try to win, and we want to win. We will win. But you're going to be able to do your thing. Yeah, I'm not going to be telling you what to do. I don't know your game. I'm not going to be sitting there like, eh, I don't know. You might want to bump and run this, even though I'm one of the top bump and run players <laughs> in the world. Why would I tell somebody they should bump and run when I know they can't do it to my ability? So I'm just going to like let them play their game. That's a player's coach. They let you, they, you encourage that player to do what they, they, do, they do best. Okay. All right. That's cool. I think you're gonna be. I, I think you're gonna be a loose cannon. I think you're gonna be triggerable. And when what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna coach my team on when you show up to their hole in your little golf cart, sipping your your transfusion or whatever. And I'm gonna coach my team to get in your head and just set you, just get get you off yeah, off the deep. We're end. not we're not letting anybody that, get in our heads because we're gonna be too relaxed and just having a good time. No, I've seen you. I've seen you. Re- relaxed which means like hammered i've seen that and you still get you get more you get more easily triggered at that point so my my team will in be in my own game in my own game but not somebody else's i'm telling you right now i i will by far be the best captain to play for okay. i mean that's not even gonna be that's not i don't know if i'll be the best captain to play for i don't think bill belichick's the best coach to play for but you know what people like winning and so if you play on my mm-hmm. team we're gonna win that's that's what we're gonna do so if yeah. you want to win the, you're the inaugural Gold Beast Cup. And you're going to be wearing floral outfits, matching <laughs> outfits. Uh, yeah, the, there's, there has been questions about will there be uniforms. And I mean, I, I don't... Leopard Prince, D- Team DB. We haven't quite nailed that down. Um, I, I think at minimum, we may decide that, you know, Team Colors, you know, so try to get in the color scheme. Obviously, Pat's color is going to be blue, which we're both like overcooking the blue tonight, but... Uh, we, we know, are really. We know this. Pat's gonna, Pat's gonna be blue. Like whatever he's no, doing, may, is gonna be that, blue. that may be how we. That may be like a little internal thing that we decide that's gonna like totally throw your team off. All of a sudden, you think we're gonna be team, thrown off because of the color of your shirt? Team Pat comes out in some some damn, you know, pink or something. Leopard, leopard print. If that happened, okay. God help us all. Well, anyway, about the contest. So what we're gonna do is we're going to pay for one listener's golf entry, okay? So when the tickets go on sale in a couple weeks, you're going to have two options. You're going to be able to buy the Friday and Saturday deal. So the Friday's the, the, the Ryder Cup-style match, Golby's Cup, and then Saturday is a big scramble event. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to be doing it, a lot of wild it stuff. It will be great. So we're going to pay for that. So we're going to pay for your golf Friday, your golf Saturday, 
all your meals Friday and Saturday and all your beer Friday and Saturday. We're going to pay for that. You have to figure out how to get there, and you have to figure out where you're sleeping. Now, you can get a hotel. There's a hotel right down the street from the golf course. We're going to have some rooms blocked off. There's Airbnb stuff going on. There's people in the nut hut right now already scheming Airbnbs. Or if you want to be thrifty and adventurous, you can camp out on the driving range there at Mountain Valley. They're letting us camp out. Yeah. You can do that. Which I think it's a great option. It could be fun. So you can, it could be a really cheap cheap trip for you if you win this contest because we're going to take care of your entry. And here's what you got to do. On social media, you have to uh, show us your, who, whose team you're deciding to be on. Team DB or Team Pat. Think of it like the high schooler deciding which college he's going to go to or a gender reveal. You know, get creative. Put it out on social, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. Uh, tag Team DB or Team Pat and tag Golby's Cup 2022. That's Golby's Cup 2022. Tag that, and we're going to pick our favorite one. We're going to have someone else pick it, not me or Pat. We're going to have a third party pick our, the favorite one, and you're going to win uh, a nice prize. If you've already committed, that's okay. There's you a few of you that have already committed. Yeah, you can still do, do a video, anyway. announcement video. It'll be great. I'm looking forward to seeing these. I think it'd be really good. Just don't forget to tag us and do all the hashtag stuff, and you get a free okay. entry. All right, there we go. Pat, let's get to it. Golf course, we, we kind of did a full breakdown on Pebble uh, for the betting show. But, you know, just don't, 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 don't give us all the things. Just no, I can't give you all the things. Give us your key stats. So and we got and key three things courses to think about. here. Three courses this week, so I don't really want to get into them all. If you want to hear a little bit more detail, just go into the... Great YouTube comment from Mark Horn. The woods will be filled with drunk fat guys in leopard suits. <laughs> <laughs> the, the night of September 23rd near Pottsville, Pennsylvania. A gaggle of, a gaggle of o- obese white boys wearing a le- leopard suit were arrested Saturday know, hopefully morning. It's, hopefully it's not hunting season up there because there might be some, yeah, some bears. There's probably some bears up there. Um, anyway, we got 156 players in this event. Uh, the cut will be after 54 holes. They're going to get three courses this week uh, before the cut. Pebble Beach, which is the flagship course, and then Spyglass Hill, and then also Monterey Peninsula Golf Club or Country Club. Um T60 and Ties, by the way, will make the cut after Saturday, not T65 and Ties. Um, look, here's the thing with these courses. They're all about the same distance. Um, they all have Poana greens. You know, Pebble Beach is obviously the one that's known the most. It's got tiny greens out here. As far as the stats I'm looking at, I'm going to look at par 5 scoring. I'm definitely looking at course history and recent form, if you look at just the stats of people who win here and who have done well here, they do have some history on this course, and they've been in some decent form. So I think that's something that you want to look at. Strokes gained approach, for sure. I mean, with these greens the way they are, you got to be good on approach. And then if you miss them, you got to be a great scrambler. When, you know, all the winners that you see here, when they win here, they've they've just been absolutely fantastic from off the green if they do miss it. And I may look at a little bit of Poana greens as far as, you know, folks that are, are good on Poana greens over a long period of time. So I'll look at that as well. Um, so that's it. That's all I got. All right. What do you think about, uh, like, let's, let's look at the top of the DraftKings board here, um, 9K and above range. You got Patrick Cantlay kicking it off at 11-2. Will's out towards 10-8. Berger, 10-5. Speed, 10-3. That's your 10-K. Our boy Jason Day, we talked about on the betting show there, goes all the way down to Kisner at 9,000. Um, it'll be our first look at Matt Fitzpatrick, which we haven't seen so far in 2022, I believe, at least not over here. Um, what do we think? Like, how, you know, as you're starting to, like, think through lineup construction, how many of these guys are you planning on having? I mean, because I do think... <sighs> It doesn't have to be, you know, there's nobody up there that I feel like you just have to play. I agree. I don't think there's anybody up here that you just have to play. Um, and I think with the way, if you just look at, you know, the winners that we've seen here, there's certainly some cheaper options that you could go with. So, but I, but I do think, um, you know, I want to have exposure in, and be really overexposed to a lot of these guys, or not a lot of these guys, but for... You want to be you know, overexposed I, I like you were John Rahm? Yeah, like last week, John Rahm. Man, I was overexposed to John Rahm. I exposed the hell out of myself, John Rahm. And it almost paid off. And this week, the person that I'm overexposing myself to is Jason Day. 
Ooh, that's a lot scarier than John Rahm. It is a lot scarier, but I love Jason Day this week. I like him at 9,900. I know that's that's hard to stomach. But look, this guy has a fantastic history here. Top 10 every year the last five years here. Mm, that is... Smells like regression. That's very good. That's Well, you could... So did you say regression in 2019 after you finished <laughs> T2 in 2018? Uh, and then did you say that there was going to be a regression in 2020 when he finished T4 or fourth, just like he did the year before? I meant regression is like a medical term, like in his back or something. Yeah. In his coccyx. I, he's he's I probably like, going to have, I feel like a coccyx, some sort of coccyx injury is coming next. For, for I don't Jason know. Day. He looked good this past week. He looked really good. He looked confident. I mean, if you just watched him play last week, it was a different Jason Day. And I think we're getting, uh, we're getting a little bit of the old Jason Day back. Um, <laughs> He's I mean, deciding to, you know, play less tournaments, so he's less wear and tear on his body. He's swinging the the club not quite as hard. He even mentioned that um, that he used to. Um, so I think Jason Day at ninety nine hundred is a very good play. I like him this week. He's certainly going to be higher end than he was last week, but still, I, I like Day at ninety nine hundred. I'm going back to Daniel Berger at ten five. You know. Jordan Spieth is a conversation we could have, and you're probably going to talk about him. He scares me a little bit. He's not my fade because it's hard for me to sit here and say I'm going to totally fade Spieth because, you know, he tends to always have low ownership. Um, But I do worry about his iron play lately. But I like Berger. I mean, yes, he won here last year, and we tend to fade the guy that won, you know, the year prior. But if you just look at the stats that fit on this course, he is basically number one in the model I have between all the stats that I'm looking at. Um, so I love some Daniel Berger this week at 10-5. And then, if I, you know, I got to drop down to, you know, I know Kevin Strillman is going to, you know, give you a little heartburn at 9,100 because of that price. But the guy is another person just like Jason Day, who's fantastic here on this course. He said it on our show when we did an interview with him. Got to listen to that interview if you haven't. Just came out what last week, um, you know, or a couple weeks ago. Kevin Strillman loves this course. He does not care that it's a pro am. He just has fun on this course with Larry Fitzgerald as his partner. And uh, at ninety one hundred, I think he is a great play here. And of course, checks all the boxes. Well, my fate is actually going to be a guy we haven't seen, and that's Matthew Fitzpatrick. I'm yep. not going to play Matthew Fitzpatrick there. At 9,200, you look at the stats, they do not line up at all very well. I mean, he's 97th in the field in approach, 110th in strokes gained around the greens. Um, you know, he does put okay on POA traditionally, but I'm not going to play Matthew Fitzpatrick there at 9,200. So there you go. Yeah, it's pretty easy for me. Um, Fitzpatrick was my fate as well, just no form. Hasn't played well here before. Value, really. I mean, like, why would I play him other than, I guess, low ownership? Uh, why would I play him over anybody around him, honestly, over Strillman, over Seamus Power, over Tringali, like, literally, literally all of them. Um, so I'm out on Fitzy as well. He's my fade. Uh, we got a lot of similarity here, actually, at, the, at this top. I'm, I'm wondering where ownership will fall uh, in DFS, because as we know, DFS is almost as much about leverage plays, in G- in, especially in GPPs, if that's what you're playing. It's as much about ownership as it is about anything else. Like It's about having leverage on the field. We're playing for, keep that in mind, we're playing to try to finish in the top 1% to 3% of GPP entries here. Um, we're not playing to double up our money in a GPP. That, if you're trying to do that, you need to play in a 50-50 or a double up a cash game. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about trying to win a big tournament and, and take, take one down or at least finish in the top 5, top 10 entries or whatever. So. A lot of it's going to come down to ownership, and there aren't a lot of guys in here that I feel like mad conviction to play that I'll eat a lot of chalk on. So I guess it's just going to depend on where it all falls. So I had my eyes on Strillman at 9,100. Like you, I felt like maybe people won't pay that for him, but I'm willing to pay that for him. But maybe if you and I both landed on it, maybe that means everybody else is going to do the same thing. I don't know. Or maybe we're just insane. Or maybe I mean, Strillman is going to, this is like the week for him to be the highest owned that he's ever yeah. owned all year. But, but it's not like he's coming off of like an incredible start no, to the year, not. miscut, yeah. 39th, whatever, which I'm not worried about, but maybe other people will, will see that and not love it. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I'm interested in him. I'm interested in Justin Rose. So it's just the way he's 
striking yeah. the ball right now. I'm I'm a believer. I, I wasn't really believing it until you know he started doing his thing. But he's he's got some you know he's got a sixth place finish here. Um, let's see, back in 2016 in terms of like a recent good finish. Um, so I mean, obviously we know Justin Rose is a perennial good iron player. Like he always has been. Maverick McNeely. I mean, I love him. We'll see how it shakes out in DFS. Like I don't know what I'm going to do with Mav this week. Do you worry about that price though at 9,800? No, Maverick. No, I don't. I mean, look at how good he's playing, man. I'm continuing yeah. to bang this drum. How good he's playing, and in three starts at Pebble Beach, a miscut, a fifth, and a runner-up. And we know he loves the West Coast. Like this is his deal. His family. He grew up here. His family's a house on like Monterey Peninsula or something. Like they. He. Well, I I say that for a reason because this is a field where you you literally have to just come to grips with the fact that somebody like a Maverick McNeely is going to be 9,800. Yeah. And a yeah. Seamus Powers. Are those, well, Seamus uh, has Seamus, been like, I feel Seamus like we're actually getting some value on Seamus Powers. Yeah. But a Kevin Strillman's at yeah. 9,100 or, you know, whatever. Tringali at 95. Yeah. So, like you're just going to have to come to grips with that. If you're going to mm. play some guys up here and play them. Can't just think that because traditionally you've seen Tringali at 7,800 yeah. or a Maverick McNeely at, you know, 70, 500 or whatever that you're not going to play them I, I don't i don't think that you know i think you're gonna sh- you're being short-sighted if if that's what you're that's what you're thinking here. I, i'm still on the burger train too man I, i'm with you there so i mean my favorite play is like just in a vacuum or burger mcneely and streelman but you know i mean and and i like rose too because i guess i've mentioned four guys but i mean the only guy in here that I know I would not, I'm not playing is Fitzpatrick, even if he's like 4% owned. I'm not, yeah. not going to play him. But every other person in here, I mean, Day scares me a little bit. J- Jordan definitely scares me a little bit at that price, too. Um, but I mean, what are we going to do if Cantlay's like, you know, what if everybody's like, I'm going to start my lineup at Zalatoris or Burger, or I'm just going to jump yeah, down and you start get a it? Super low on Cantlay. I'd, I will take it. I'll take I will it. too. Zalatoris is going to be interesting to me. I, I think. Uh, I, there was a quote from him after he lost, I believe, last last week, saying that um can't even do it justice. But basically, he wow. he was like, you know, his first one of his first wins on the Corn Ferry Tour um, came immediately after like a playoff loss the week before. Um, so I don't know if he'll be deterred by what happened this past week, um, but. I still don't know if this is like, I mean, this is a good course for him. He hasn't finished well here in the past, but I think he'll be interesting. If you get like a really low owned Willie Zalatoris, what are you going to do? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I consider playing him. I, I don't love it, but I consider playing him. What do you mean? Am I okay? What are you talking about? Don't, don't put that in the chat and then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's uh let's move on. Let's move on to this dreadful 8K range. I really don't like this range at all. I, I find myself I, I'm likely going to be completely fading this entire part here. Uh, now some of these yeah I disagree. Some of these guys Always in the betting good. market, I'm I'm okay with, but I don't I don't love anybody here. If I have to pick, I think Cbez could be an interesting little piece of leverage. I don't think he's going to win, but I think he's got some nice top 10, 15 upside. Um, I do like Mito from a DraftKings scoring perspective. You brought him up on the betting show. Uh, so I'll, I'll go Mito and Cbez. My fade, you know, if I have to pick one that I hate the most, is probably Brian Harmon. But I don't like this entire range. But if I have to pick, I'll go Cbez and Mito. Well, I'll, you know I like Mito. I'm a big... Where's the clip? Where's Yeah, the where's sound? Sam on the drop there? Where is it? Oh. Anyway, Mito Horny. There we go. You know I like Mito. I'm a big fan of Mito this week. So those he and uh he's he was one of my plays and then also Denny McCarthy at eighty two hundred. He's another one that I think that you could look at this week and say, Denny McCarthy. He's at eighty two hundred. Who the hell is Denny McCarthy or or why should I take him at that price? Yeah. I think he should. I mean, he's a guy that um definitely checks a lot of boxes when it comes to stats here. Um, you know, he's played well recently. Um, with a T6 just a couple weeks ago at the American Express. Um, you know, had a top 10 at the R- RSM Classic. Um, you know, I-, I think Danny McCarthy is a very good play this week. 
and I don't mind him at all at 8,200. Now, he doesn't have the greatest history here. I'm okay with that. Um, I will play him. So he and Mito are my two favorites in this range. My fade's going to be... Who was your fade? Did I miss that? Brian Harmon officially, but like yeah, almost the whole range. Mine. Harmon's mine, too. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't help us out because we both faded him, I believe, at the American Express and he finished like third, but it was like, like after like a eight or nine under round. I don't think did I, we both fade him in there. I don't know about that. I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe we did. I know I did, but still, he is not. Surely not, I didn't, with me being on the heater that I'm on, I, I, I know I wouldn't have done that. Okay. Yeah. Surely you did because you're the greatest. By the way, by the way, by the way, I got to address this. I got an email from a, a, a chalk bomb subscriber last week, and oh god, you know, I, I, let me let me just let me just tell you, people. I don't know if you figured this out yet, or if this is day one of you playing DFS, but ownership is t- tough to predict. Okay, it is ebbing and flowing constantly, right? And so when I write the chalk bomb, which last week I had to write it, we had a short week. I was writing the the Tuesday article or the Tuesday email, heavy petting email, my betting card, and and doing the uh, the chalk bomb our email, all me, hundred percent me, 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 yeah, me, 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 doing that. So when I had to button up the chalk bomb on Wednesday at like one p.m. or Tuesday, what they tee off on Wednesday, so Tuesday at like one p.m. and you know one website over here says Cam Davis is projected at twenty six percent because he emailed me, he's like, oh wow, some chalk bomb, he's at he's at nine percent or whatever. I'm like, well, and I so I sent him a screenshot. Of all the websites that I look at, and I, I look at three different sources for ownership, and Man, I say, you really got triggered. I it pissed me off. He ever got triggered because it's like I work my ass off to write these free emails for you, and I, I even put these little disclaimers in there. But like, you must clearly not understand how this works. That that the the websites projecting these things, they are projections, and they are this this stuff moves. And, and guess what? Like, people look at these projections and they go, based on those projections, I might not play that guy. So then sometimes we'll see a number, like, really change. We'll see a, we'll see a ownership go up on a guy. We'll see ownership go down on a guy. Because people are lo- all the people are looking at this stuff. So sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. But I sent him screenshots so he would know of what I'm looking at. One of them had Cam Davis at 26% on Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And the other two had him in, like, the, the low teens. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to say, like, 15 16% Cam Davis. So I made him the chalk bomb. Right, the rule is fifteen percent. That's what that's what we try to hit. Anybody fifteen percent or or higher, we say you're the chalk bomb. Like he sends me an email as soon as they tee off on Wednesday. Like, geez, dude, like it's not a perfect science. Plus, thousands of people get the chalk bomb. I mean, they really do. Thousands of people open the chalk bomb. Why are you not so smart that you can't figure out ownership? Exactly I don't know. I mean, I, maybe I'm completely missing something. Me and all these other websites that I'm going on. So shut it. Don't send me those emails. If you don't like it, unsubscribe from this free, awesome piece of content that you get in your inbox. Don't unsubscribe. Just get no, mad unsubscribe. You leave, no. Still subscribe. No, just unsubscribe. By the way, great chalk bomb last week. Can't, I mean, yes, he was. He ended up like nine percent, ten percent, but he sucked, and I was right. Well, I I saw something at at one point that said he was going to be like twenty five percent. That's what I said. I'd send him the screenshot. Twenty six percent. He was projected yeah. the third highest known player in the field by that website on Wednesday at one p.m. Tuesday at 1 p.m., the day before they tee off. Jeez. Anyway. Hey, hey, people, we can't write an article right before they tee off and give yeah. you the numbers. God. Or, or predict the future. Like, we're all making our best guesses here. Where's your crystal ball, DB? Good Lord. I don't know. But you know all these investment people have crystal balls. That's right. One. He's probably emailing all his crypto guys, too, railing them for, you know, his yeah. crypto investment. Um, He's getting mad because the market went down. Like that day, that day the market goes down 500 points. What the hell, yeah. advisor? Come on, Pat. That's you. you How get... did you not tell me that this was going to happen? Yeah, you got that, don't you? You get that a lot. Hmm. Anyway, by the way, <clears throat> if y'all don't know, when you uns- if you unsubscribe from either the heavy petting email on Tuesday or the chalk bomb on Wednesday, you unsubscribe from them both, just so you know. And I do that on purpose. F you if you do that. Because they're great pieces of content, and they're free. So, don't do that. Man, you're really getting triggered about emails. Oh, because I put a lot into it. Those things don't... I know. They take a should, lot of time. It, I can't even believe anybody unsubscribes to that. It's free stuff. Yeah, just don't read it or delete it. I, you know, I don't know. I guess I unsubscribe from stuff, too. All right. Um, 
I'll tell you what you can project to be one of the number one things in their world, and that's Fujikura shafts. And our friends at Fujikura have just released the Ventus TR. Cam Smith won with it at the Century Tournament of Champions. It was huge. Got released out on the rest of the tour for the Amex. A lot of good feedback. It was the number one driver and fairway and hybrid shaft at the Amex. Um, they're killing it. They're crushing the game. TR is a new mid-launch, low-spin profile with new material added for additional stability. And TR is the new addition to the Ventus line. And the Ventus TR is available for $350 MSRP on, uh, that you can buy online, or you can get through custom fittings at any charter dealer starting tomorrow. February 1st, the Ventus TR shaft hits store. So listen, we always recommend you get fitted. If you're a you know, scratch handicap or a 25 handicap, you should get fitted. Never buy clubs off the rack. If you're going to get fitted, call ahead of time and ask them if they have Fujikira shafts. And if they don't, go somewhere else. Okay. I got the Fujikira Ventus shaft in my driver. It's helping me fix my towards a little bit because my towards oftentimes, you know, my, my spread gets a little wide there. It's helped narrow it down. And uh, it's great stuff. So check out the Fujikira Ventus TR shaft starting tomorrow. All right. Rants over. Fujikira ad read over. 7K range. I tell you, I don't. As much as I hate the 8K range, like I, and I and I, I like a lot of the players in the 9K and above. I, I don't have a whole lot of like strong conviction about anyone in the 6K. So like, I really need to figure it out in the 7K. I feel like I'm gonna have a lineup yeah, the of 6K is tough. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna have a lineup of like three of these guys or four. And then see what happens, which scares me looking really at some of these names. Could. I think that's actually a decent strategy this week is having like three or four or seven K guys and then filling it in from there. Well, thank you. That makes me feel good. Yeah, but I mean, I don't I don't feel good about it right now. It just feels because the field is so crappy. Um, I'm not really sure how I feel about it, but so let's so, uh, I mean, let's see. What do you got? What do you like? Well, I give you a couple here. Um, and I mentioned a few of these on the betting show, but it's there's going to be some crossover. I like Lucas Lucas Glover here at the top at 7,800. I just think that despite his putting and everything else, he's a great ball striker, great on approach. Um, you know, he's going to hit a lot of balls close on these short green or short uh, tiny sure. greens. The short greens, short and tiny greens. Um, you know, he has finished uh, well here a few years ago. 2019 was T7 here. Obviously has some win equity because he's won some golf tournaments and he's played well recently, had a good finish at the Sony Open. Uh, so Lucas Glover there at 7,800, I like. Um, a guy you mentioned on the betting show, um, Matt Kutcher at 7,600. I think he's a good play this week. Um, oh, you don't want to play the sexy new object with Minwoo Lee? I don't, I'm not sure I understand the Minwoo Lee love. <laughs> this week i'm gonna need i'm gonna need that to come around for me later in the week when i get to the chat on wednesday night in the nut hut and then maybe i will give you my minwoo lee uh opinion which i'm sure everybody wants to know they I mean really he's a stud he is what i think about minwoo lee it's um, gonna be a stud he's a stud but I, there's a potential for me to expose myself to minwoo lee <laughs> and uh, lucky we'll guy see what happened yeah um, dang if he only if he plays his cards right somebody tell him slide in his dms yeah, come on, Minwoo. If you do it right, I'll expose it. But uh, so we'll see what happens for Minwoo Lee there. At Maybe even serenade you with a little ghetto cowboy. Yeah, if he does that, mm. yeah. Oh, Minwoo. Hey, Sam, producer Sam, could you um, queue up maybe for the end of this show to play that video that you sent us that you cr- that you cut up for those that didn't see it? Maybe we'll play that at the end. Anyway, go ahead. Um. If not, no big Then I will also say, how about some Grayson Sig? Yeah, okay. I was looking at him. Now, here's the thing with Grayson Sig. Um, I think this is a, a great course fit for him. I think he is going to be on tour for a long time, and he's going to win this tournament at some point. It may not be this year. But look, he won a college golf tournament here at Pebble Beach. Now, I know they only, get, they only get... Uh, two days on the course, but still, I, I think you, you get a guy who's won a, go- a college golf tournament here. Um, he's a great player at 7,000. I love Grayson Sig. I think that is a great play. Form is trending, fade, too, with Sig. Yeah, and my fade's going to be Cameron Champ. Um, 
that's just is the course for him at 7,500. Um, stats don't add up, you know, doesn't have great course history here. The form isn't all that great. So Cam Champ will be my fade. All right. So you said Cooch, you said Sig, and who? Glover. Glover. Even Glover. There's definitely a lot more names in this that I like for DFS that I did not like in terms of betting. I'll say that. Um, but there's a couple, I, I mean, like I'm drawn to Michael Thompson's just shown that he can be hot or cold, but he's got a lot of upside. Um, good course so I, for him. Yeah, good course for him. Good course fit for him. I don't mind paying 7,900 for him. Um, yeah, I mean, cause he, he has shown his ability to go, to go low and score. I think I looked, let's see, let's see, Michael Thompson. Uh, yeah, this in 2022, uh, in this field, he's 19th in DraftKings points scored. 2022 like 18th in strokes gained approach fourth around the greens like i don't know this just seems like a good place for him 7900 i'll take it russell knox pops a little bit we'll see how chalky he is if he's chalky i'll fade him in a second i, I talked about kutra on the betting show you know our boy joel damon loves this place uh loves pebble beach one of his favorite courses hopefully he can uh, play it for round four and uh and contend that would be good to see um, Nick Taylor, I talked about on the betting show. I like him a lot. I like Nick Taylor at 7,300. I just feel like the guy is a great value and, um, is gonna finish 33rd, but that's okay. at $7,300 Nick Taylor here in this tournament. I can't believe you didn't mention Matthew Naismith. Well, there's a few I left for you. You know, well, I mean, I'm, I'm considerate like that. No, you're not. No, no, that is not why you did that. I didn't even talk about Matthew Naismith on the betting show. You no, did. No, I was considerate for you because I figured you I like I like the play. We both like the play. He's hitting the ball well. He's got two great performances here at Pebble Beach. Um, I, I like Naismith. Um, who else? I'm just going to name a bunch of names here tonight. That's just what I want to do. J.J. Spawn and Grayson Sig were the two here at 7K that I really like. Uh, J.J. has never played Pebble Beach well at all, but he's in really good form right now and I, I looked back at his previous form leading up to pebble the last few years and this form that he's in currently is better so hopefully that's a good thing for him and he's typically a west coast guy so 7k i'll take a shot uh on jj spawn but also i, I did have some grace and sig circles so i like that there good calls we a lot of agreement there I, and i don't i don't love the cam champ keith mitchell types in this range no. just you take away their best weapon and that is the keith distance mitchell and the driver terrible on the west coast too, he's a seems. pure bermuda guy which yeah. worries me a little bit about sig until i until you said the thing about the college golf and then he played well he putted well last week um because sig's kind of that southern bermuda boy but you know some some guys can adjust well to it and some guys can't or don't like to you know mm-hmm. but mitchell yeah i'm out on him too all right Sounds sounds good. All right, let's see. Uh, what do we got? Six K range here. Six K. God, I hate this. Range. I don't like this range whatsoever. I'll, I'll give a few plays so that I, I yeah I mentioned on the betting show Austin Smotherman. I think that he could have a good week. He was T uh, eleven last week at the Farmers. Um, you know, I, I think I, I'm pretty good price for him. It's well, it's really good price for him at sixty eight hundred. Obviously, uh, you know, a, a rookie boy. Um, so there's, you know, not a whole lot, lot to go off of, but great ball striker, good putting on Poana Greens. Um, good on approach for this range. I mean, he's top 50 in the field there. So I like Austin Smotherman. Um, you know, another guy that I would talk about here, um, you know, now this one is crazy. This is, this is like a gut feel play. Chesson Hadley at 6,800. Rough form. Now, rough, yeah, form. rough form. Rough form. But that's always, to me, what Chesson Hadley is. He always is, I feel like he's in rough form. But he has a, a T18 here in 2020. Um, at the U.S. Open, actually, he had a top 15 in 2019 at the U.S. Open on the course at Pebble Beach. Um, he's just a guy that I think could could pop this week for whatever reason he's gonna have like one percent ownership or something like that. So I think Chesson Hadley could be one that we take a little bit of a flyer on. And then um last one I'll mention is um how about Satoshi Kadaira? T twelve at the Sony Open. It's kind of like a, a short 
you know, sort of strategic course specialist. He won at, um, what was that, uh, at Hilton Head. You know, I just think that, Sato- I mean, and the conditions are going to be good. There's not going to be a whole lot of wind, which could mess with him a little bit. So I like I like Kadara at 6,900. And then, um, that's all I got. Okay. That's all I got. Uh, I'll go Armor. I like Ryan Armor, all right. I was going to say, is this a Ryan Armor week? I was going to say. I think it is. I think it's a Ryan. And when we say that, what we mean is, can Ryan Armor finish 27? Yes, I think he can. So, I do. can he have one good round where he shoots like a 64, 63? And yes, he can. Um, But still finish 27th? Yes. That's a Ryan Armor week. I think that could happen. So, Armor... uh, Mark Hubbard, I guess. That's a lot of conviction with, with that one, but $6,700 Mark Hubbard. And I, Mark I do... Mark Hubbard, I guess. Yeah, I do have one that's, con- that's real cheap. 62 hunch. okay? Oh, but, and he's a Corn Ferry Tour rookie. and or Well, PJ Tour rookie, Corn Ferry Tour graduate. Um, and, but if you look at how... If you look at his style of play on the Corn Ferry Tour... It, it's, it would seem to fit uh, the, the one Pebble Beach. And he did. I feel like I know where you're going to get. Who you got? Who I think it? you're going Max McGreevy. No. Okay. All right. Nope. 6,200. He finished 27th at the Sony Open, which is his best finish this new season. Uh, and that is Mr. Ben Coles at 6,200. Woo. Um, hmm. So Ben Coles, five. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with him at 6,200. And then just well, then just pray. So I don't know that I'll get to him. We'll see. Maybe if the Cantlay ownership is super low, maybe I'll do like a Cantlay, Maverick, Streelman, Coles lineup, and then fill in the gaps. Maybe we'll do that. That could be real. That could be real, real zany time there. Yeah, that's tracking all that. Um, well, well, we got a little bit of time here. We have had a few questions pop up in the chat. Maybe we should hit a couple of those. Um, our friend, uh, let's see, Robbie, is it Robbie? Robbie's asking about Andrew Putnam who did pop for me and I have him written down here as a potential name. So, I mean, Putnam does check a ton of boxes actually. Let's see. I was just looking at him. We, we try not to name everybody, uh, on the show, but yeah. So in, uh, where's Putnam here? Oh, here he is. So he's played the Sony, played the Sony in the Amex 14th and 27th. That's really solid. That means he checks a lot of boxes if you're just looking at 2022 for Andrew Putnam, including, including scoring, approach, like everything. Like he's, he's doing it. He always putts well, putts well on POA, does putt well if the wind picks up, according to Fantasy National. And kind of a mixed, you know, not, not great reviews here at Pebble Beach, but his last two, uh, two times here, at least he made the cut. But he's trending nicely. So I think Andrew Putnam is for sure in play. Um, let's see. Pat, what do you think of Wyndham Clark, your boy? Wyndham Clark, you, mm-hmm. you you had him last week. What do you think about him? Nah, I don't like. Him. It's not a course for him. You lose you it's lose just the not distance. A course. I mean, the guy, you know, he is he's actually a pretty good putter, but you want him on a little bit longer course. So it's not like it's not like we're saying that guys that hit it long can't play well here. Like obviously they can club down, they can hit fairways, they can do their thing. But yeah, but there are you're, advantages. You're just, yeah, you're losing what their what their weapon really is. Um. And then Tom T says, Ekrot, are you, are you digging some Ekrot? This- you know what? Actually, I want to say that I had him checked off. I he didn't did have, not I didn't... make the cut last week, but um, here, let me see what I can get. He's you. played all right, though, huh? I mean, yeah, played. He's played all right. He also is, gonna, he is going to pop for you in stats because if you're, if you're like heavy on approach, he's 11th in the field there. Yeah, but his stats are from like. A lot of scattered turn. There's like a big yeah, time frame. Ball striking, driving accuracy, good drives gained that I mentioned from Fantasy National. That that's going to be why he's popping for you. So I, I, and we talked about this on the betting show. Like if you have guys like that, that you're just whatever model you want to use, um, they they kind of filter to the top and they just keep showing up and keep showing up. Play them. I mean, this is a week to play him. I mean, yeah, the, the, yeah, that's true. I mean, we got you guaranteed three rounds. Um, so and you know, and Pebble Pebble can play tough. I mean, I think we saw it last week too with with uh, 
or no, the week before with the Amex, like one round can't is not going to hurt you as bad if they miss the cut. So, you know, you can get away with you can get away with the five or six lineup yeah. for sure. And um, right now, too, I will say weather there does not look like anything with the weather. Like there's not going to be like we can dive deep into the rotation that these guys get and whatever else, but I don't really see a whole lot weather. Gotcha. Um, all right, let's do our two-minute men DraftKings lineup. Uh, we've actually – let's recap. Let's do that. Last week's lineup, we had Luke List, the winner, Will Zalatoris, runner-up, John Rahm, who I think finished – what did he end up finishing third? Was he third? And then uh, a slew of made cuts, but just not great finishes. Joseph Bramlett, who crapped out over the weekend. Wyndham Clark. And Francesco Molinari, who crapped out over the weekend. But how about us? A six of six. Six of six. When last week I think there was like a eight, eight to ten percent six of six ratio or whatever. Six of six for the two minute men last week. Pat on the back. Good for us. I think that lineup would have done pretty good. I don't know what the total would have been, but uh that lineup you would have cashed with that lineup. Yeah, I'm sure. So yeah. All right. Um all right, let's get ready to build here. I gotta get my thing going here. Oh, nope. I need to do it over here. All right, we got the clock up. The clock minutes. is up. Two minutes. This is going to be an ugly lineup, people. Remember, we're building this lineup to thinking of it as a, a larger GPP. Yeah. And we're trying to fin- finish in the top 1% of lineups. That's it. We, if we finish in the top 20% and we, we double our money, we don't care. F that. That's not what we're here for. We're here to take it down all right so that's the that's the thought going into this all right i am ready whenever you start the clock i'm running the DraftKings thing pat you can start us or sam go ahead producer sam start here we go oh can i interest you yep. in lucas glover at 7800 god no why would you do that right off the bat i can't do okay lucas well glover. i'm just trying to make this interesting all right we'll go, let's go up to the top okay burger yes last year's champion yes all right, so let's go Berger. Um, Strillman. We both agreed on Strillman. It'll be high end. It's okay. We'll make up for it. All right, let's go Strillman. How about... Um, Ugh, this is so nasty. I kind of talked myself into Putnam after what's-his-name in the chat. Why don't we do Putnam? I actually think that might after, be an interesting point. Yeah, after Robbie. Talked yeah. him up in the chat. I kind of uh, Nick Taylor. Could I interest you in a thirty fourth place finish no, for no, seven for seventy three hundred thirty fourth? Nope. Jeez, Naismith. I feel like Naismith's going to be popped up so much this week. Okay, what be... about what about JJ Spawn? I'll go Spawn, even though I talk crap about. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So that leaves us with seventy nine hundred. We got forty nine seconds left. Um. Could I interest you in... I don't like any of the 8K guys. So we either need to like pound a, a, a 9K person here and stack up. Let's, let's go up to 9K and Ooh. how about... Hurry. Kiz? I don't Tringali. like it. I don't like Tringali? it, but I'll do it. I'll, I'll do Kiz. That leaves us with 6,800. Uh, I don't like this lineup. Uh, Eckroat? No. Ah, Hubbard? Smotherman? Hubbard? Smotherman. Ah, no, I don't like that either. I hate this lineup. I don't like I would this lineup. go. I would go Hubbard. All right, Hubbard. Done. Seven seconds left. I, I hate this lineup. This lineup is so bad. But we, you just said it before we started it that you got to, we're going to hate this lineup. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Daniel Berger. We got Ke- uh, Kevin Strillman, Kevin Kisner, a couple Kevins in there. Andrew Putnam, J.J. Spawn, and Mark Hubbard. That is your two-minute men lineup build for DraftKings. This thing is going to be, this thing is going to win all the money, or it's going to be in last place. And Spaz Spazbite challenged us to build one without Maverick McNeely, and we we successfully did that, which is tough. Yeah. I didn't even say his name in that whole thing. That was good. For I me. was going to, but um, yeah, I think we did okay. We did okay. We'll keep it moving. All right, so on the way out, let's, uh, let's treat you with this video. So just to set this up a little bit, 
Last week, if you weren't watching, me and Pat had a moment on the show. And we've been buddies for seven years, and we've listened to a lot of music together. We've shared a lot of our taste with each other in music. But we both learned that we're obsessed with the song Ghetto Cowboy by Mo Thugs, Bone Thugs and Harmony, which is an old 90s rap song. It's hilarious. So we had a moment. And then... You need a powder person. Oh, okay, here, well, here we go. Maybe when I'm full-time. DB, get DB full-time. Powder P, can I get a 12-gauge oh, outlaw every, every day? day? On the front page, <laughs> Mr. P, if you give me the lowdown... And then right now I'm getting angry. Took a step back because it could get dangerous. God, that's great. <laughs> Sam did not want me to set that up, I guess, at all. Yeah, he just played it. Um, well, I think it's funny because we were going to do TJ After Dark for DraftKings, and we do that in Zoom, and we don't do it live. So it was just me and Pat by ourselves. And Pat brought up the music video. We were still reeling from the show before when we discovered yeah. this. And he was like, dude, do you remember the video? And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. So I go to YouTube, and I search the video, and Pat can hear what's coming through my computer. So the song starts, and we just start going. Just me and Pat by ourselves in the Zoom room, just having a party, having a song together, sharing a song. And then about a quarter of the way through it, I'm like, crap, I'm going to hit record. So I just hit record and didn't tell him. And then I sent it to Sam, and Sam chopped it up. So good, man. God, I've listened to that song a handful of times. That was a good moment. That was a a top. That may have been a top 10 TJ moment of all time. Top 10? We've had some. Maybe top 20. That's a good one. It is a good one. For sure, top 20. Yeah. But top 10 might be pushing it. We've been doing this a minute. Um, definitely will be in the Golden Golby nominations for show. All right, everybody. That's the DraftKings show this week. Go ahead and subscribe and like and comment on YouTube. Please help. Do it for the algorithm, people. Comment for the algorithm. Okay? I don't have anything created for you to comment. I forgot to do that today. So Do that for the algorithm. Just comment. All right? We know who you are. We know who's not commenting. I'll tell you that much. We know. Mm-hmm. So go watch the betting show. Listen wherever you get your podcast. Check out the Corn Ferry Tour Junkies, the EP World Tour Junkies podcast feeds. Let's have a killer week. Don't forget to send in those submissions for Team DB or Team Pat. We're going to pay for somebody's golf trip uh, in September. That could be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, may your screens be green for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. See you. Out.